Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Women in Tech Weekly Remix episode. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. Hi, I'm Jessica Ung with Dell Technologies, and I lead B2B Influencer Relations. Dell Technologies is a product and services technology company based in Austin, Texas. You know, when I first joined Dell, I joined a team of 12 men. And they had all worked for Dell for like multiple years. And here Obviously. am I. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> At least a decade. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when I joined the team, fresh out of university, like, so I was the youngest person on the team, the only female on the team. And this is in a sales environment. So everyone's, you know, egos and it's very competitive. Right. I remember in the first three months, I think I cried every day when I got home because it was like 12 to like 14 hour days. I right. didn't know what I was doing. I felt like I wasn't contributing anything because in team meetings I was really intimidated to like speak up and I was still like the learning curve about the products right. and what we were doing you know not just like the products itself or what Dell stands for as a business right because you need to kind of talk about you know the, the business holistically it was super challenging and I remember my manager at the time he saw me kind of have this like mini breakdown in the office yeah. and he took me aside and he was like I know you can do this mm-hmm. so like I know you're upset right now I know it's tough but I also know that you're the type of person that you will get through this wow. and you will be fine and you have all the components that you need to be successful so come so he goes I don't want you to make any rash decisions yeah come to me in another three months time. And if you're still this miserable, let's revisit. But I think it takes time. I know you're this person who was like, you know, you want to be good at everything straight away. So just, you'll be fine. Don't worry. Mentorship culture. And I just, I always remember that conversation. That conversation happened in the first three months that I started at Dell 13 years ago. It's just crazy. One thing that a lot of women at Dell have shared, the same word, and I find it just so interesting. They all said, I feel very protected at Dell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel very safe. You don't really hear that from women. (laughs) And so I'm like, what's this about? What is this about? Like, I mean, a situation like that obviously makes you feel safe and protected. Can you give me other? I'm genuinely curious. What are the other examples? I've heard that um, women have felt safe in in having children. 
Um, yep. What are some other examples? You know, in terms of Dell making me feel protected as an employee, I think they they really, you know, promote all the different ways in which they provide you opportunities in which you can like ethically and anonymously give feedback if you, you feel that there is an issue that you need to report. Right. But then I think also there's always been this culture of like I've never been belittled. You know, I've never felt attacked in my workplace for mm-hmm. being a woman. And I have heard from other women who have joined Dell they're like oh out there in the tech space it is a completely different world we Mm -hmm. are so lucky to work for Dell and I was always like super interested because I'd never worked for another company so I'm like well what do you mean and I remember this one colleague of mine, she was saying that, you know, in one particular presentation, she was presenting just to a boardroom full of men. Is this at Dell or somewhere else? This was somewhere else. And she said they made me, uh, she was presenting this PowerPoint presentation on this like uh, screen. And she said, I know that they purposely made me like point out things on the presentation to make me bend over (gasps) or reach up. Stop. Yeah. I was horrified. This is why I remember this conversation because I was horrified and she was like yeah there were certain meetings I knew not to wear a skirt or a dress it was like full-on you cover up and I was like I have never felt that way in a meeting wow. I've never felt like this a sleazy wow. like IT yeah, like yeah, yeah. gropey like it's never I've never thankfully yeah. uh, you know I've never had that experience I obviously right. can't talk to everyone but yeah. that's definitely been my experience feeling protected I don't feel threatened in the workplace so interesting yeah I'm Magdalene Huang, the founder of Temp, which is a platform where students can list and hire items from each other, and I'm based in Dunedin, New Zealand. I would say one of the biggest challenges I've found so far is the fact that I'm the only person like working on this, so I'm, I'm a solo team from New Zealand. So being a solo team, you don't really have somebody to, to depend on. You basically have to be self-motivated and self-disciplined to get your stuff done, because it's all you. So I would say that has been my biggest challenge so far, but Red Bull New Zealand has provided me with a lot of support. So I've been working with them throughout the whole development phase and it's been pretty good so far. And being a solo team and then winning, which is crazy, how did you win? What was the winning formula? Was it your pitch? Was it the idea? Was it um, your commitment? Like what was that secret spark that you think set you beyond all the rest? In retrospect, I would say it's the structure of my video. So I I completely animated my whole video and I decided to set it up in such a way where I would start with the problem, the solution, and then the benefits. So I did it in quite an organized way. So I'd say that's the that's the secret formula. Can we see your video? Yeah, sure. Oh my God. Is there a way for us to link it? Like when your yeah, episode yeah, comes out? Yeah, okay, is. so you have to send yeah. us the video okay. and we'll link it. That's okay. really cool. I can't wait. Wait, so did you make the animation on your own? I did. So I used basically like stop motion. So you're one of those people where I say, is there anything you can't do? <laughs> I mean, that's not easy. <laughs> how did you learn how to do stop motion? I watched YouTube. It's, it's actually- <laughs> I I basically just drew multiple frames. So I think I drew about 32 frames in total on on this application. And then I imported all the frames onto Premiere Pro and then I just stitched them together. And then, yeah, that's how I created the video, basically. Had you ever done that before? 
I have, yeah. I'm okay. I'm quite into making videos and vlogging and stuff like That's that. That's super cool. I can't wait to check out your channel. I'm sure everybody else feels the same. How did you come up with the word temp? Like, why temp? So, because temp is short form for temporary. Like, this whole platform was all about temporary ownership of items, right? So, shortening it to temp just highlights, you no, know, it symbolizes the fact that I want to make this process as simple as possible for users. And also, temp sounds pretty weird, right? And I feel like weird names tend to get remembered. So, yeah, that's and, why it's called temp. And how did you code the app? So, it's just a prototype at the moment. So, it's just a UI interface. And you said that you're doing this solo. Mm-hmm. Um, who would your first hire be? I'll say a programmer, because since it's just a prototype at the moment, I need some coding behind it. Where can people find you online to connect further? Um, I've got an Instagram page for temp, which is at temp.bu. So that's T-E-M-P dot B-U. And I'm also on LinkedIn. Can you spell your name for everybody? M-A-G-D-E-L-I-N-E-H-U-A-N-G. And what would you say is the best piece of advice that you've gotten so far? Just do it. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are intimidated by this whole startup entrepreneurship thing. But... I feel like as long as you have a problem and you have a way to solve it, that's essentially all you need to get started on this whole journey. This is Dasha Kroshkina, CEO and founder of StudyFree, online platform that helps talented students to get into universities abroad with scholarship and grants. We're based in Moscow, Russia. You can do this. Just simple phrase. I think like at the beginning when I was actually, I was working in investment bank in Singapore and I got an offer to like come back after my grad school. And then there was some uh, coach in my school and I had the question, like, I have this idea to start mentoring students. I really want to try. But then you have like offers from top notch investment banks and people would say like, it's kind of stupid to quit. What should I do? And he just said, I'm looking at you. You can do this. And I think it's simple or maybe boring may sound. Sometimes you just need a person, not like your mom, not like boyfriend or like friends, just from side. say like, it's okay, you can do this. So this just simple phrase, it's so much more powerful sometimes. And whenever I have like a chance to tell these people, I'm, I'm really, because you really need kind of like, for this like small push, it's okay, you can do this. And Seed Stars preps you to do a one minute pitch. Is that right? Not in this actual, the change. Nope. It was supposed to be one minute pitch today's wall, but the change to the three minutes pitch. Oh, you have three minutes. Amazing. Yeah, so. so maybe not in three minutes, but can you tell us the foundation of your company? How many people do you have on your team? Who is the target customer? How profitable is it right now? Yeah. Just a little bit of history so everybody listening can have an appreciation for what you do. So sure. Uh, so as I mentioned, it's an online platform to get successful guests into universities abroad with scholarship and grants. So any user can find relative study program with matched scholarship scholarship grants in 34 different countries. We have more than 9 billion of US dollars of scholarship grants in our platform. Then you can automatically prepare all admission package, all the documents. Like if you want to start in Stanford with this full scholarship, we're going to explain step by step what should you do on each step, like on each requirement. We also integrated a whole marketplace of uh, global additional partners. Like when you take SAT, you have like online courses right there. You need to write an essay, you have, I don't know, like Grammarly or you have like copywriters going to help you. It's like one-stop shop solution. We also did AI-based current system that's going to evaluate your background and tell you, okay, you're going to get to Stanford with 60% probability and probability on getting scholarship is 10%. But there is a cool German school or like, I don't know, like French school, a right. Canadian, and they have like 88% of chances. So you wouldn't really waste your time. 
So we launched platform in April. We didn't raise any funds. We managed to make money almost from the day one. We launched platform in April. Since then, we acquired 17,000 users, active users from Russian-speaking countries, Latin America, Africa, and Asia. So pretty much all emerging markets. We charge money for the access to the platform and also additional services and all these partners that we integrate. Right now, I have 17 people on my team, but only four people are full-time. The rest, like students working part-time, they study abroad themselves. They're really into the process. They love what we're doing, super engaged, and they work remotely. And we're 90% female. So I'm not just like a female solo founder, like women tech. We're like 90% female team. I wish I could find female tech person, actually coder on my team. That would be like the, the top of my happiness just because I really love what we're doing and I love working. Whoever said that tech space is not for the girls, no, we rock it. Yeah, so we are operationally profitable already. Uh, we made like 42,000 US dollars last month. And yeah, like always like zero investments. And the whole team is remote. So like they leave international, they travel whenever they want. We just like do everything online. So it gives flexibility inside the team as well. Pitch us for the job you're looking for. I'm sure someone's listening out there wow. in the internet, in the world, and they would love to work for you. Can you tell us what you're looking for and where to apply? Yeah, sure. So we're always looking for like salespeople, especially like in different... But you said an engineer and, too. Yeah, like, well, I started like with sales because sales is first. I'm a salesperson, so like oh, got it. comes money. <laughs> yeah, but like tech person, like for sure, we do. We plan to do an app. We don't have it. So like salesperson, we're also actively looking for like product manager. Going to actually like nail down an analyst in this part. And whenever it's like listening and we thinking like dreaming about starting university, like go to the platform and find a scholarship that's first. Oh, you want to mentor us, help us. We're looking for advisors, mentors. Any help, any participation is always appreciated because we've grown any direction. And it's studyfree.org. Yes. So it's S-T-U-D-Y-F-R-E-E. Yeah. Studyfree.org. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.